Welcome to the High on God podcast, your regular dose of Holy Ghost encouragement and out of this world down to earth incarnational revelational experiences in our mystical union with the supernatural Jesus Christ. Here are your hosts, Matthew Spinks and Zachary Paul Pratt. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and accompanying YouTube vlog at the links in the description or easily found at www.thefirehouseprojects.com. Now ease back into Abba's arms and enjoy the show. This is Zach Pratt and Matthew Spinks. Yo, for the High on God cast. Yes, we've just been having a good old time sitting here on the couch. We got a great interview with a fantastic lady for you this week, um, talking about addiction, the glory, our participation in the bliss and addiction of God. Some fantastic stuff coming so your way. Good. <laughs> And uh, we also wanted to start off, uh, as we have been, with a recommendation for a song and a book. And I'm going to let Matt give you those. All right, boys and girls, thanks for joining us. Uh, I wanted to recommend a couple of really uh, drunk resources that have been uh, jacking me up recently. Actually, for years, to be honest. Um, the first one, if you haven't looked up the uh, angels singing with the, the young worship leader dude in Brazil... You need to check this out. Now, recently, that's just how I just, or for, for a long time, that's all I knew how to describe it. But I actually looked up the song name recently. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, called Me Amor by Elias Arguello. Um, I believe it's in Portuguese. I don't speak Portuguese or Spanish, so uh, I'm not sure. It's not in English. But halfway through the song, uh, it's just undeniable, like, angels join in on the recording. Um, this kid had just been uh, worshiping Jesus in his studio, I think with his sister for a while. And he is a worship leader, but they'd just been doing kind of these intimate sessions of leading worship and the angels kept joining them. And eventually they just like turned on like a, a like kind of a room mic. And uh, it's incredible. If you've listened to the Jason Upton angels singing recording, this one is like a hundred times more clear. Like you hear <laughs> instruments from heaven. You hear like sounds it's crazy and uh, i have no proof that they didn't just you know make this up somehow with sound technology i don't know how they would but other than when i listen to it i just get super jacked and so that's enough testimony to me that there's some angelic going on there but it's called mia more by elias arguello um look it up uh or you can find it on youtube under like angelus cantando dios angels singing with elias the other th resource I wanted to recommend was uh, another book that's been getting me j -j -j jacked for years is uh, John Crowder's The Ecstasy of Loving God. Uh, I know a lot of you guys probably already read it if you listen to this podcast, but if you haven't, get a hold of it. Or even if you have, get a hold of it again. I remember when I fir that first uh, the book came out and I ordered it and it came to me in the mail, uh, just opening it, I nearly fell over. The glory like that came out of the package was like and still to this day I don't know if I've actually read the whole thing continuously because if I read a few pages I just get too drunk to like even read anymore to, to do anything <laughs> I can't read uh, and that's no exaggeration that really happens to me when I read that book so get the ecstasies of loving God by John Crowder um, and get uh, 
look up uh, Elias Arguello's Me Amor. It's your recommendations of the week. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. So we're going to get on with our interview for this week. I hope you guys enjoy. Well, awesome. So here we are with our friend Bess Rhodes. And uh, she had contacted us a, a little while back, maybe, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and uh, and just said that she'd love to share something that I touched on in my book, but it'd be awesome to hear from her um, as kind of a professional in the field. But she wanted to share on uh, the nature of addiction and 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 how the bliss and how uh the whack like works in our psychology and our human just in our in our in our physical being and in our entire kind of person and so we're excited to have Bess with us and uh yeah so so what's what's your background Bess and what uh, kind of made you interested in like this podcast and in the high on god experience and all that well uh i've been following you now for a few years and reading the mirror bible since 2012 and oh yeah we love we love the mirror believe it or not we hosted john crowder before he was ever known yeah at a garage meeting in georgia down Ah, that's great (laughs) and we had like 150 people in a three-car garage and they were falling all over the concrete nobody got hurt wow that sounds like a riot it it was really fun (laughs) he still remembers it but uh, I'm just so delighted to find out God is more than just a theory. You know, I just have, I've been involved with, you know, the charismatic movement for years now. And I really have been involved at least in a fairly good end of it where it's a lot experiential, the joy yes. of being in the presence of God and that God's in a good mood. He's a good God. Come on. So thank God. But, yes. but this just takes it even further. And what got me interested in, in the whack is that I used to work for an addictionologist, an addiction specialist. He's a a neuropharmacologist by degree. And he's written lots of books about how substances interact with the brain, any kind of substance. Yes. You know, whether it's a banana or a drug or God. And he's also a Christian. So um, I really, really loved learning that kind of science and it only confirms you know you guys have seen the studies where like they've come out with how prayer changes areas of the brain they'll yeah. see more areas of the brain engaged than they would if you weren't praying and it's right. the calming areas and so i really felt that some of the things i learned from him even though it's been years ago really fit in well here and we as believers in the whack, should maybe know a little bit about how natural this is instead of how strange it is. Wow. What I thought I'd do first is I went and looked up the definition of addiction. And now, you know, because of the opioid crisis and things that are going on in society, it's just a terribly negative definition. Yeah, exactly. But if you go back to the year 1532, which I'm old, but not quite that old. <laughs> the definition in, uh, was a strong inclination to do, use, or indulge in something repeatedly. Yeah. And so even in the New King James, you find a couple references where the word addiction is really the word devotion, like mm, remaining wow. devoted to the saints, devoted to the household of God. So so it seemed to used to have a good definition. Well, flash forward to today where, you know, the opioid crisis has overtaken America 
And here is the definition if you look in Webster's today. Mm. A compulsive, chronic, physiological, or psychological need for a habit-forming substance, behavior, or activity having harmful physical, psychological, or social effects and mm. typically causing well-defined symptoms such as anxiety, irritability, tremors, or nausea upon withdrawal or abstinence. Wow, yeah, so it's now, so I, negative in there. I didn't hear yeah. anything good in that whatsoever. Yeah. So what that did was it made me long to see, well, what does the Bible say about Come addiction? On. You know, are there verses in there that talk about? Well, first I wanted to tell you what uh, Dr. Joel Robertson, who is the neuropharmacologist I work with, had to say. And he said he believed that we are by nature addicted beings. Now, this guy's not just anybody. This guy was appointed to be on the drug czar team when they first started studying the drug crisis in America, wow. and that was in the 80s, and he was appointed by the president. So it's not somebody that doesn't have a background and yeah. you know portions of their brain and whatever. He's not just shooting a theory. But what he said was he believed that we were meant to be positively addicted. And I think that's a very interesting thing because (laughs) I just want to share a couple of things you guys probably never thought about. And I can't wait to see how many viewers go try this tonight. (laughs) We do things by by rote that we don't even realize we're doing because the brain is more comfortable with a a repeat pattern. Mm -hmm. And, for example, you brush your teeth the same amount of strokes every night, whether you know it or not. Yeah, yeah, I that's see that. kind of weird, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like we do a lot of things that show this tendency in our brain to repeat an action. And we also know, like when we're talking about negative thoughts, so you guys have done a lot to help us see, you know, we can we don't have to go back there and yes. research negative stuff. We can quit thinking that. And they have proved this is so cool because you know how vinyl's coming back into being. And they actually said last year is the first year that vinyl outsold CDs. Oh, that's awesome. So it's really coming back. But we have in uh, neurology what you call a neuronal rut. And a neuronal rut is really like a groove in a vinyl record. That Mm -hmm. when you repeat an action a few times, you will get stuck in a rut. Yeah. And it will keep going on that part of the record. Now, what's fascinating about that is if you get stuck in a good part of the rut, guess what? You can play whack. Yeah, 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 that's right. You can keep playing that song all day. That is so good. That's what I'm learning. It's (laughs) what we think about will create the neuronal rut. Now, first off, I want to say, you know, I I love, you know, Crowder talked about marijuana a few weeks ago on the Mm -hmm. Jesus trip. I'm glad because... You know, he's allaying a lot of fears. You know, everybody, they get so scared that, oh, my God, you're talking about addiction like it's a good thing. Yeah, and we've got yeah, a crisis yeah. and everybody's, you know, dying. And I, I want to start off and, and say, look, the Bible is very clear about negative things that overcome you. Exactly. That, and, and let's not just promoting that. Second yeah. Peter 2.19. They promise them liberty when they themselves are slaves of depravity. For whatever anyone, what I'm sorry, whatever anyone is defeated by and overcome, to that thing, philosophy, or concept, he is continually enslaved. Mm-hmm. That's in the Amplify. So we're seeing, you know, the neuronal rut works both ways. We're not advocating drugs. We're not advocating exactly. Boost. We're advocating literally 
the high on God. The true now, substance. Exactly. Yeah. The substance that has no downside. Come on, I mean, go back on. to the good addiction, an inclination to do, use, or indulge in something repeatedly that will have a positive benefit is what we're talking about here. Um, another Love on it. the negative that I just wanted to say was, uh, let's see, where did I just have that? Well, all right. I don't know where I put that page. You can tell I'm looking no, over here. Possible. But I wanted to have some good verses, and I wanted to talk. Oh, here we go. Let's look at some negative things the Bible says that people are addicted to. John 3, addicted to their own darkness. Mm. They prefer a life of labors, annoyances, and hardships. The mirror yeah. Bible. Wow. Now, I know some of you are out there going, Ooh, my, my life is labors, annoyances. <laughs> We're telling you today, just change your groove. Literally, yes. change your groove. I'm bringing back the 80s and 60s. <laughs> I love it. Here's another negative addiction. Those who are not, and this is Romans 16, those who are not addicted to our Lord Jesus Christ, but prompted rather by the hidden agenda of their own fleshly appetites. Mm -hmm. So see, you get addicted to your own fleshly appetites. And here's a favorite one, I'm sure. 1 Corinthians 1, Philosophical debates, Jews and Greeks, and those who engage in same are addicted to the soul realm. Mm. And we're not even talking about the soul realm. We're not just talking about something you think about and it happens. Right. We're engaging in the substance of the person of Jesus yes. Christ. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and the, the last one I'll give on the negative side is 2 Timothy 3, 4, addicted to sensual pleasures, but averse to God. Yes. Now, there's a lot of people in the society today that fall into that, you know, and what we're saying, if it says, but averse to God, what does but mean? That these things have an equal worth, but they're completely missing what they could be addicted to that yes. would be totally fulfilling. There's an alternative. Yes, that's right. The original. And, you know, what, what I'm so excited about is that well, I listened to, I believe it was a guy named Bill Vanderbush, and I'm new at some of these people like him, but he had the most interesting timeline that I've ever heard in light of this topic. He said the church has been given the solution before problems in the nation even hit. Yeah. And he said God sent laughter to the church through Rodney Howard Brown so many years ago, but the church said this is weirdness, and they rejected it. Oh, wow. But yep. listen yep. what he said next. He said, right after we rejected that, the U.S. became the largest producer, consumer, and exporter of antidepressants. Yeah, yeah. And that's Imagine when things that. like yeah. Prozac came out, and we started recognizing the depression epidemic, and people were, you know, looking for a go-to help because, you know what? Even though I'm a Christian and there's the whack, life drains you if you don't stay in the substance of, of Jesus yeah. Christ. In that groove life, you're talking you about. Know, life yeah. tires you out. It, it, we need something. Why do you think Absolutely. I'm drinking tea and you're probably drinking coffee? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, we need a little jolt. And Jesus gave us the perfect jolt. But how Come many on. of us, that's not the first thing you think of when you think of, I got to have something to feel good. 
you yeah, think of, yeah. oh my gosh, I gotta have a massage, or I've gotta yeah, have a yeah, 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 yeah. I've got, you know, hey. But why not? Why, why not? That could be our go-to, you know? Yeah. 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 And you know, what about that verse that says, you know, drink milk and eat honey without price, you know? And yes. I, I say it, like, he gave us a free whack. You don't even yes. have to go sneak down to the corner and buy something from a guy with something under his raincoat. You know, I mean, exactly. you can do this in public. You can do it at work. You can do it in the ladies' room. You know, if That's people right. are driving you nuts, you can go in there and say, "Hey, man, you're so good, God. I Come forgot. On. I still have fun in the middle of all this stuff." Yeah. But you know, so Bill Vanderbush was saying, you know, then we had like soaking and Toronto, yeah. and the Lord began sending the whack. That's right. And now we have the worst opioid epidemic that's ever been in history. Yeah. Is it yeah. possible the Lord is amplifying the focus on the whack now because Come it's on. a solution to people yes. who are lonely, alienated, hurting, feeling like the world doesn't care? Like, like why are they any better, they think, than sitting in an alley deteriorating, shooting up until they die? And I mean, my whole desire is to say, look at quit addiction shaming and transfer their addiction to what we were created to be addicted to. Come on. I love it. You know, it's like, listen to these addictions the Bible talks about. 2 Timothy 2.22, become addicted to the adventures of faith. Let the agape love of God (laughs) romance you into rest. Where you cease from striving, you bask in completeness. Then live your dreams from that place of innocence. Oh, if you're out there today and you're struggling with an addiction, become addicted to the adventure. Something real. It will so, I believe you could even get healed just listening to this. Because you'll feel the whack of the Father ooze down over you like oil and you'll just feel his love for you that he created you for something joyful but something that would not give you a negative after this quote-unquote substance joy you thought you got from whatever the addiction was whether it was sexual whether it was financial those don't last and this is one my cat just said amen anyway (laughs) all creation testifies Become addicted to the effortless rhythm of grace. Wow. It says I that Paul's speaking, the effortless rhythm of grace that I am addicted to. That's Our it. salvation celebrates this heavenly kingdom. Man. The effortless rhythm of grace. I love that translation. That's incredible. Oh, this is the that mirror. Is it, Francois it? Dutoit, you can yes. go to mirrorbible.org and download. I know we're gonna right get on him on here one of these times. Yeah. Oh. That would be awesome. <laughs> Ephesians 6 6. Here's an addiction, and the way that it's been interpreted in most churches kind of would make you vomit mm. and leave out the back door. You were, in essence, slaves of Christ. Mm. But you know what that means? <laughs> That's Do good. You know what that means? Come on. Addicted. This is, I'm reading it, Ephesians 6 6. Addicted to the desire of God to find expression in you. Can you imagine that God's addicted too? He wants as much as anything to see the expression of himself in your life. 
yes, and your yeah. joy and your creativity. More addicted to us. And your invention. <laughs> yes, it's kind of a mutual addiction. Yes. And yes. people would get so offended when they hear me say God's an addict. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's go back to the uh, in 1534 <laughs> the original version, definition. 1532. Yeah. A strong inclination, a devotion. Well, and it's like people it, don't know the word bliss in the original definition meant the ecstasy of salvation. You know, it was a, it was a word that came from the church. So many of these words are just, you know, been say that twisted or lost. I want to hear it. Say yeah. that one again. Which word? Well, it was from, I think it's from one of the old Webster's, like, uh, which, you know, was the, the standard English dictionary yes. for so long. But the word bliss meant the oh. ecstasy of salvation. Oh, so, you know. <laughs> How many people after they have given in a tract and they shamefully raise their hand or are yes. thinking of Jesus. Yeah, you know, the I, somehow they think that, I think that even if you look at just the essence of what addiction is, you know, it, it's that, it is that slave thing. It's you're being led along by something, mm -hmm. right? So it's like the being addicted to the bliss of God means you're being led by it. You're, you're, you're like a dog chasing, you know, chasing a piece of raw meat across the kitchen, you know? You just you're just drawn to it. But the yeah, cool thing go ahead. You know, yeah. people think about the, the lordship of Jesus or the leadership of Jesus and, and uh they think it's like uh you know almost like a they see like a whip and like a taskmaster instead of like what, what Zach's saying, what you're saying is uh I like the word irresistible more. Yes. Right? It's, uh, yes. He leads yes. us because we when we finally realize He's the greatest thing ever. His ways are the greatest thing ever. His kingdom is like yes, yeah, absolutely addicting. It's when, when you when you're when you're completely your whole body is taken over by romance. You know, yeah. you fly across the room. You're lifted into the air yes. in rapture. You know, and you just in levitate bliss. towards the object of your affection. You know, that's yeah. the kind of that's the kind of addiction that we're talking about. You know, and you know what I loved about John Crowder at Tell Us is. He goes, you know, I'm not coming here to tell you how to get more whacked. <laughs> he goes, I just want to show you the source of the whack. Yeah, come and on. And it's the beauty on. of Jesus Christ. Yes. It's his eyes. It's his nature. It's his love. It's his creation. It's his father. It's the Holy Spirit. It's you and yes. you and you. Come on. And I mean, it's like it's never ending. It's something yes. where we have to, though, just stop and actually engage it. And, you know, I was thinking about that when I was preparing this. Think about people who are professional addicts. They mm. can't just, they have to have some paraphernalia for their addiction. You know, they have to have <laughs> you know, a thing to tie up their arm. They have to go get a needle somewhere or off the ground or despicable as it is. They have to try to get the substance. Right. Well, the neat thing is we have all our paraphernalia right there in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he's inside <laughs> us. So guess what? But guess what? If you don't engage it, it, yeah, it yeah. you know, it's it's like he likes to be engaged. It's like true. the whole purpose of kingdom is relationship. Yeah. And relationship yeah. by default means more than one person. So yeah. it's not just you sitting in an empty room laughing mindlessly. That's it's right. you being engaged by the Trinity yes. and you finding out, wow, you know, like John says, when you go in a room, there's never less than four of you. Come on, there you go, there you go. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah, and you could you could say that your body is his paraphernalia for his bliss. <laughs> there you go, and he's mine. It's a mutual yeah. bliss. Yeah, Come we're on. participating in that, yeah. What got me interested in this whole message a few years back was my husband 
began talking about, and this is something I'd never heard in charismatic circles. I only heard about Jesus and sometimes the Father. Mm. You know, but the Father was that distant, you know, hierarchical model. And what I heard my husband talk about is he said, can you imagine Jesus, Father, and Holy Spirit sitting at the table talking about what they were going to create? And I never thought about that. I'd never had a picture like that. I never thought of them as even communicating. They were kind of like on assignment. You know, head down, it (laughs) flowed from God, and Jesus had to carry it out. Like people say, Jesus threw the short straw and had to come down here. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's just so sad. No. Can you imagine how much fun they had thinking about, you know, one of them said, I I think we, well, Jesus created it all. But that doesn't mean they didn't all talk about it first. You know, who knows who said, I really, I'm going to go for it. I want okra. I got to make okra. And, you know, they might have had a debate about that. (laughs) A lot of people don't like okra. And, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be made. I mean, I think there are 67,000 kinds of insects. Yes, yes. And, you know, I just get the biggest kick. To me, I get so much whack off of thinking about what he made because it shows you about his nature of creativity. Yeah. You know, he he just puts things there so we can have fun finding them. Come on. You know, some weird thing crawled in my kitchen this morning and my cat was chasing it. (laughs) And I just moved here. I think it was like a blue skink with a blue line down its back. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, well, I'm in Reptile City now, you know, so it's kind of like, but I just love thinking about what is it he thinks about? Yes. You know, and it's like engaging in his creative process as as the Trinity. And it just makes me feel a part of it myself. That's right. Let, let me talk about a few more positive addictions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we got the be addicted to adventures of faith, effortless yeah, rhythm one. of grace. Come on. Addicted to the desire of God to find expression in you. How about Romans Beautiful. eight? The tranquility flowing from a mind addicted to spirit realities. There we go. Yes. What yes. are spirit realities? <laughs> the spirit peace realities. that passes understanding. Yeah. Give me small. So good, so good. Well, you know, I I, I wondered too. Um, so your your background. T- tell us a little bit more about like kind of the addiction. Like, were you working with addiction counseling, or you were working with? Uh, no, know? I'm actually a writer. And right, I, I know you are now. Books. I yeah, write. yeah. Uh, oh, okay. And so each job I've done, I was usually writing for the person I worked with. Oh, and okay. his problem was he was a PhD and nobody could understand. Him. Yeah, so you had and to. So, I would take his technical things and make them user friendly. And for example, he wrote a book called Kids Don't Want to Do Drugs. Mm -hmm. And that was right when, in the 80s, when we were really becoming aware of addiction throughout society. And what's so interesting is, you know, he studied neurochemistry. And our chemical makeup is is such that, like I said, the repetitive behaviors and, and things. Right now, one reason we're creating people that cannot have an attention span Mm -hmm. is because we're only satisfying the area of the brain that is satisfied by quick movement and light. Mm -hmm. So we're actually creating addiction in our electronic devices. And that's something he wrote about a lot because we're not supposed to be moving that rapidly all day long. 
And yeah, they've yeah. even proven, you know, how people's neurochemistry goes down rapidly if they can't look at their phone and how often they have to sure. glance at it to see the likes and the feedback and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, some of what I meant by getting your paraphernalia ready is turn off your phone. Sure. Go sure. outside and sit on the ground. Pet yes. Your Hug your kid. Look yeah, in your eyes yeah. and see Jesus. You Come know, on. that to me oh, is the greatest source of, uh, think of what Jesus was thinking when they made your son, your daughter, your wife, yes. your, your husband. The yeah. blade of grass. You know, I think it was uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson. He said, there's not one sprig, sprig of grass that shoots up uninteresting to me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that and so much. And we can too. And I'm going to tell you a few <laughs> feel goods. This is some stuff I got from Dr. Robertson when I wrote for him. Gouda oh, cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear that. Gouda cheese, not Swiss, not mozzarella, not cheddar. Gouda has the most natural serotonin inducing capacity of anything you can eat. Mm. Now, serotonin is what they call the feel good chemical. Yeah. So you can get, eat some Gouda cheese if you need a little assist. Do yeah, something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Get a piece of chocolate. That does the same thing. Listen to, listen to how God has made stuff. If you ever want to get whacked, just think about this stuff. Peanuts dial down <laughs> stress 56% or three hours because they change the brain's alpha waves within 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Food is medicine. You know, food is substance. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of us have substance abuse. I really like peanuts. You know, <laughs> I switch my addiction to carrots. Listen to this. When you're stressed, stressed hormones are released like cortisol, and they're dangerous. They up your blood pressure. They up your blood sugar. They up your inflammation response. All the things we know cause disease. If you would eat a carrot, and, and since your, mom, your wife has so many kids there, I'll give this one to you. Tell yeah. her to eat a carrot. It says you could slash stress level by 35% in 60 seconds and feel better for up to 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Now, who said God isn't already trying to put the whack all around us? Sure, that's I mean, exactly he right. thought these things out. They're in everything he made. That's why yeah. I love that verse in Romans. It's not just a condemnation verse that people that haven't had Jesus Christ beat over the head you know, That's are right. without excuse because of what was made. No, it's fine. There's Listen glory in everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. There's glory in everything. That's a very incarnational message as well, you know. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> you know, but it, it's, it's funny. Uh, that reminds me just something that I included in the book, too, is, uh, I, you know, I mean, I used to do drugs off and on. Um, and and uh, I also in recent years came across a book about DMT, right? Which is supposedly one of the strongest like uh, hallucinate, hallucinogenic drugs like LSD. It's like LSD a hundred times in some, in some forms, you know, but what's interesting is they discovered DMT exists already naturally in the human body. Um, but no one's been able, even, even those that use DMT, it's very volatile. It's hard to get the right amount that gives you a good trip. Like it's really easy to either have a bad trip or just to, you'll be throwing up or it'll be too intense or it'll only last for like five seconds. And, uh, you know, in, in it, what, what's interesting is, is, uh, DMT already exists inside the human body. And I, I really believe, you know, it's, uh, like any of these chemicals we're talking about, you know, serotonin or the, you know, 
uh, as, as scientists discover the different things that release bliss. It's like whenever whenever we try to like make it happen, whether it's through taking drugs or through, it's like we may have a limited success. But uh, whenever I'm just you know trancing out with Holy Spirit, I believe like He's the one that knows how to use all this stuff that's like, you know, <laughs> make it flow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, He's and so it's it's. Uh, it's just so interesting. Like, I think our bodies were created for bliss. They say that that DMT is often released uh, right at birth or during or at oh, death. Wow. But who's to say that, uh, you know, that as as we just begin to walk in what we were created for from the beginning, that uh, Holy Spirit doesn't just regulate all of these things and use them in a, a way that we aren't really used to, you know. But yeah. uh, it's like oh, wow. Dr. Jesus knows how to uh, administer yeah, and, and regulate the chemicals, you know, it's like, it's, you know, you're talking about uh, addiction and stuff. And I think, um, you know, the, the uh, just all those levels of, of different chemicals within our brain that when we try to self-medicate or we try to regulate them, it's like, man, it, we just, nobody can find a, a healthy medium with all the antidepressant drugs. It's like some doctors barely, you know, after years and years of using them say, I don't even know if they really work you know, yeah. or if they're really helpful. It's like, I've read a study once that said something like 4% of people that are on antidepressants uh, claim that they were really helpful in the end or whatever over years of, of use. And I, I'm just convinced that uh, that Holy Ghost knows how to regulate this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I, yeah, and I've seen it and I, I can yeah. testify, you know, so. Well, anyway. I, you know, I didn't, have a real druggy past and i just love the sensation of being whacked I mean, yes exactly <laughs> we were like, created for it weren't we you know it's it is like a hand in glove i mean yes. it just feels like you know i'm sure it's we have kind of things like it marital bliss just gets you there kind of yeah. you know but i mean it's like all of those things are where we're involved and this one's like a straight gift you know, and yeah. and that's why I just find it so hard to to sit in places now anymore where they talk about press in, press in, and you right, got to get right, outside right. yourself and get past your comfort zone to get more God. And I'm like, yes. no, my whole problem is, you know, I've pressed in all my life, and the best news I ever heard was I've been pressed into. Yes, right. And when I sit there, I just meditate on getting pressed into that He already did yes. it, that it's all a gift. The glove oh can't God. press into the hand. The hand presses into the glove. Oh, I love that. There we go. <laughs> Come <true>. on. <laughs> yeah. True. His unconditional love. You know, and it, it, it's funny, too, because just, just kind of related to this topic, it's, uh, you know, I, I've, I've even heard some kind of very, uh, very scientific people say, well, even love, it's just a chemical release, you know, in the brain or whatever. And it's like, I think it's interesting that that's, there have been studies that have identified what gets released in your brain when you're exactly. in love or whatever, awesome. and that there are chemicals involved. And it's, but it's also like, you know, um, I think it's a, it's a wrong conclusion to think it's, it's just those chemicals. It's, you know, what releases those chemicals and then Absolutely. you notice that later. And I think that's the same thing with what, you know, we're kind of talking about with all this addiction stuff. It's like, yeah, people have discovered serotonin or discovered DMT resident in the body or, you know, all the different things that may, you know, cause you to feel bliss or feel love, you know, but, uh, but what releases that the most naturally yeah. in your body is experiencing God, you yeah. know, experiencing Holy Spirit and, and that unconditional love that, that 
wells up from within us yeah. does release real chemicals and yes, stuff. And I'm excited does. to see uh, scientists and doctors discover that even more. I'd always said that I'd love to see a bunch of scientists run tests on a group of whacked people just to see what's yes. going on in their bodies, mm-hmm. you know. I, I think that case. stuff will happen more any, and more. I can influence, I'll tell you. Because yeah, that yeah, yeah. Really fun. Exactly. You know, and they'd go through, they'd make you do drug tests first to make sure you weren't faking it. That's right, that's right. <laughs> they'd do a blood work. But you know something? Most of what we discover in science is something that we're imitating of God or in medicine, I should say, we're imitating yeah. of creation anyway. Yes. Like um, this one substance that gabapentin is a medication that a lot of people take. And, mm. you know, PTSD, it's kind of calms you down. But it's just gamma amino, how do I say it? Gamma amino butyric acid, which is something GABA that we make naturally in our brain. And wow. sometimes when people have been through very stressful situation, they don't create it anymore. Or yeah. they've been through an illness. So, you know, some of these things do help because they've been able to take the chemical model of the substance and recreate it. But yes. the preferred model, obviously, is direct from God, just like any type of healing. Um, Dr. Uh, Jesus. Yes. And I just wanted <laughs> to talk about another couple of natural things. I told you about some substances, but let's look at a couple activities. 96% reduction in stress after people sang songs with others. Wow. There you <laughs> go. That was University of Leicester, <laughs> UK. Tell me that God knows what he's doing. I mean, <laughs> right. what are the kind Sing of to the Lord a new song. That's yeah. right. And we get blissed when we're singing. You yes. know? And I like that the word bless means bliss. Yes. You know, the real yes. meaning of the word bless is bliss. I know <laughs> exactly. that recently. Just read the you Moffat know? translation. It's all over that one. We always just talk about, oh, bless the Lord. It almost sounds yeah, like yeah, yeah. what does that even mean? You, yeah. you know, or bless you, brother. It's like yeah. a polite greeting, like bless get out you. of my face. Yeah, when you say bless you, I'm going to stop and go, hey, come here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What'd you say right here, please? Come on, come on. So good. Being looking at yellow increases your serotonin. Mm. See, I have all my yellow. Shoes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You live in mess there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Looking at beauty and awe, such as a sunset. Listen to this. A mountain range or uh, anything natural that creates awe makes you, Mm -hmm. listen, this is what the scientist said, makes you more giving, empathetic, and agreeable. In fact, people reported feeling detached from their day-to-day concerns when they did those things. So good. Now, what is God telling us to do? Exactly. You know, Stand in awe. Yeah. yeah. And, and to <laughs> worship. Like, you know, give, to just give out of who you are. And it just already makes you feel more agreeable. Yeah. I like this one. Hugging, five minutes of daily hugging, even with pets. Are you single people that are going, I'm so tired yeah. of hearing stuff. <laughs> forever. Even with pets makes you twice as likely to feel genuinely happy. It prompts the production of oxytocin, the bonding hormone that is an uplifting brain chemical, increasing feelings of joy and contentment. So it's like God has given lots of ways. You know, it didn't start when we figured out there was whack. He's been trying to send out natural whack all along. But we haven't. (laughs) 
we're getting it in concentrated doses, and I like yes. that. <laughs> you know, because it's penetrating it. from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. We That's don't awesome. need anything. Just a little touch of God. The whole thing. That's so good. That's so good. Well, we probably need to wrap it up here. We try to All keep right. these to around thirty minutes, but right. um, thank you so much for One joining us. And, One uh, last thing. Yeah, yeah, please, please. What we behold, we will become. And Come I'm on. quoting 2 Corinthians 3.18, beholding yeah. as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. You behold him, you yes. will become. Wow. Behold the blissed in- out one. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's behold it, bliss, that's it. Become the bliss. So good. And I'm well, addicted could- to it. Would you would you want to just maybe pray a prayer for those that are watching? Just bless us as we close out here. Sure. That'd be awesome. Father, I'd I really th- appreciate you. I yes. thank you that you have already gone before us and created the solution to every problem thank on this you, earth. Lord, Lord thank you've you. said on earth as it is in heaven. I have a feeling in heaven it's total bliss. Yeah. It is occasional. <laughs> and they're not running around looking for uh, a paraphernalia. They already yes. are it. Lord, I pray that everyone watching and listening would realize Jesus is the substance Mm -hmm. and that he has made his home in you, God's address, and give yourself permission to bliss yourself and to realize that God is taking great joy in watching you resonate with his likeness, just like he wants you to take great joy in looking at him. What you (laughs) behold, you will become. Enjoy it, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Perfect. Thanks, Matt. Thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate Should it. Could have gone better. Yeah. Such a blast. Thank Bye. you so much. Thanks for listening to the High on God podcast with Matthew Spinks and Zachary Paul Pratt. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and check out the accompanying YouTube vlog where we'll have short guided meditations on the glory of Jesus, as well as additional random coverage and updates from the God High. Also, if you believe in the message we're putting out to the world, consider donating or becoming a monthly partner at www.thefirehouseprojects.com donate so that we can spread the authentic inebriating good news of Jesus. Alrighty then, until next time, stay high on the supply inside that never runs dry, Jesus Christ. <laughs>